So I'm doing my best Pastor Vaughn impersonation today. I got the shoes, I got the like gray colored shirt and jacket coat, and I'm not going to use the pulpit though. <clears throat> so I even have some white coming in on my beard. I looked in the mirror, it's all right here. But I'm not going to talk as long as he does. Somebody clapped for that. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about Liberty's uh, work in Belize and the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the joyful message from uh, God that leads us to salvation. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit, and then we're going to introduce Pastor Smith and talk with him. Uh, But I wanted to read... Two verses before we get there. Matthew 28, you're all familiar with it. In verse 18, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So here, all nations is what I want to highlight this morning. We're supposed to go to all nations. Nations. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, I don't actually know my um, geography as well as I should, so uh, last night and this morning I was looking at a map so I could see where Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria <laughs> was. I had a general idea. Um, so they were supposed to, we are supposed to take the gospel um, to our home and then beyond the home and out um, even further and eventually to the ends of the earth, it says. So as a local church body, Liberty, that's us, um, we have a responsibility to take the gospel and further the kingdom of God here in our community, in O'Fallon. And we have a responsibility to take it outside of O'Fallon and into our nation at large and into the rest of the earth. Now, obviously, if you look at our church and you look at our community, our community is much larger than our church. Um, And if you look at the nation, the nation is like massive compared to our church. And if you look at the whole earth, um, however many billion, seven, eight, nine billion people are on the earth, okay, it's a lot of people out there. So the question is, how do we as a local church do that? What part do we play in reaching the ends of the earth? Um, and so as we answer that question at Liberty, we participate in a lot of different ways to send the gospel out around the world. I think those shoe boxes are, are one of the ways that we do that. Um, but our vision for missions as a church right now, um, is mainly focused in Belize. We do other things, but Belize has been our focus for many years and it's where God has our local body working. Um, does not mean that other places are unimportant. There's lots of other places around the world that need the gospel, um, we've been to uh, Haiti and Children of the Promise, and we've done work there for years. Um, Lindsay went to, where did you go, Lindsay? Cambodia a couple of years ago. So it's needed, but as a church, God has called, at least for this time um, in our history, to work and engage in taking the gospel to Belize. So our church first set foot in Belize in 2008 with a small team, and then in 2009, we returned. That was the first year I got to go. And we got connected um, with the village of Libertad, which is Spanish for liberty. Um, that was not by accident. 
um, God arranged that. And 2009, which was my first year, was also the first year for Mike Smith. It's so bright up here, I actually can't see where he is. Where's Mike Smith? He's in the back, okay? So um, that is where Mike Smith met Jesus. And as I've been on the mission field, you guys can clap for that. It's all right. As I've been on the mission field, I've seen that Jesus takes some people to the ends of the earth to preach the gospel, and he takes other people to the ends of the earth to hear the gospel. Okay, so it's been exciting to see that happen as we as a church have engaged in missions. And we've continued in Belize for quite a few years, and God has done a lot of great things um, for those years. We've met a lot of pastors, including um, Pastor West, who we've worked with for many years. And during that time, God continued to teach us about missions work. And one of the things he showed us was the importance of working through his church, like the local church in Belize. Um, They're the ones down in the trenches on a daily basis. We come for a week, two weeks. They're there year-round. And um, a lot of times those churches are in need of help. And so one of the big things that we as a short-term team can do and we as a church can do to partner with them and uh, help them further the gospel is come alongside them and encourage and strengthen them for a period of time. So um, Have you ever looked at something and you can't read your own handwriting? That's what I'm experiencing right now. So um, as we, we wanted to go further in what we were doing in Belize, and we were really praying a couple of years ago how to kind of take our work to the next level, what God wanted us, what God wanted us to do. And so as we were praying about that, um, Mike Bond and I went to Belize, I believe it was the spring of 2015, um, just seeking the Lord about what he wanted our church to do in the country. And as we were sitting there at our favorite restaurant eating lunch, like we always do when we go, um, we had the owner of the place come over, and she said, I want you to meet a pastor. And she introduced us to Pastor Smith here. Um, We sat down, and we talked for several hours. Um, and I believe we got together with him again before we left on that trip. We were only there for a couple of days, Um, and that was the beginning of our relationship with him there, and it wasn't until the next summer that we first started working with his church and with him, Um, but we communicated on a regular basis with phone, uh, phone calls, and if you live really far apart, like in Belize, Communication can be a little difficult sometimes, Um, but the Lord brought us together with uh, Pastor Smith and enabled us to continue to have regular conversation. And so since that time, we've had a couple of great trips working in uh, the villages of Calcutta and Libertad and have been able to build a long-term relationship and friendship, um, which is a blessing. And we've seen a lot of people come to Christ and many lives changed. If you've been here on our Belize Sharing Services before, you've heard all the awesome stuff that God has been doing It is a huge blessing. And last year, Pastor Smith uh, told me he wanted to come up here. He wanted to visit, um, and it just didn't work out. And a couple of weeks ago, I got a phone call from him, and he said he was coming. (laughs) So we are excited that he is here. And this morning, we want you as a church um, to have an opportunity to meet Pastor Smith, to hear from him, and to pray for him and his church and his community. So we're going to do that this morning. Um, many of you have not been able to go to Belize yet, but here today at church this morning, we can all take part in taking the gospel to the ends of the earth by praying for and encouraging Pastor Smith while he is here. So this time, I'm going to have him get, 
come up. Pastor David Smith is going to come up. He's going to say a few words, and then we're going to do a little Q&A with him so you can get to know him and his church better. So, Pastor Smith. Where do I start? Usually the beginning is the best place, right? I'm truly honored to be here. Um, this trip is not long overdue. God does not do things that way. He's truly a great God. Truly a great God. And if nothing else, I want to leave with you that he is a great God. Amen? In meeting um, Pastor Mike and Pastor Justin, it truly was a change for me also in, in Belize. I was becoming a bit tired, and they came in as a supporting, supporting unit and team to do what uh, we were doing or what we were called to do there, which was to educate the children, and a part of that was also to reach out. We were weak in uh, reaching out to the neighborhood, the community, tough community, where we have some ten- you have some tenacious people here when it comes to God. Uh, Jordan is one of the most tenacious young women <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> She's like holy crazy. <laughs> you know. She's unafraid. Uh, she goes places and she doesn't think about where she's going. She just goes because she believes that God is leading her, the Spirit of God is leading her, and she goes. And then she comes back and tells me things. I said, okay. <laughs> but um, not only her, Mike, uh, Brother Mike, that's my brother, by the way. Um, I didn't know I had a brother by the name of Mike in uh, St. Louis. Uh, yeah. I often, my wife often uh, teased me about it. It says, you know, uh, the, the reason, the difference between him and I was that uh, I came out a little bit darker than him. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I bring greetings to you, Liberty, Liberty Church. From my wife. <laughs> Praise God. I bring greetings to you from our ministry. Elohim Covenant Community Church in, in uh, Calcutta. Uh, we are grateful to this ministry. Very, very much grateful. I am extremely grateful to all of you. I've been refreshed being here. And I will share with you briefly what they asked me to share with you. My wife, Glenda, she was not able to be here today uh, because of circumstances, but we will be here together next time. Amen? I bring greetings from all of our church members to you, the faithful in Christ, chosen of God by his son to serve him and to Worship him and honor him in all of your life. This is our aim. I often said to Pastor Witty that I have one purpose in my life, and that is to please him. 
So I do things and teach to walk by faith. And I had a good, a rude awakening about that faith. God says, if you teach it, you have to live it and experience it. Amen. We are, are thankful. My wife asked me to do uh, something, if I may. Uh, let take that for a minute. She wanted to send, send special thanks to, let me see if I get these names right. I, I, this is one of my strengths. I speak that by faith, amen? Uh, she fell in love with Sarah. Cold. Cold. Yes, cold. He was willing to help her to cook in the kitchen. Way to go, Cole. Where is he at? Yeah, and uh, they, had a comp they had a dialogue about a, a banana cake, and so Cole told that her mo his mom make the best banana cake. My wife told him, yes, that's when you're at home, but when you're here, <laughs> I'm the best banana cake maker here. <laughs> uh, Sarah. I should have gotten the last name. Um, Wayne Berry, yes. Awesome sister, awesome uh, person. She got in the kitchen when she asked her if did we need help. She said no, but she still stayed and helped anyhow. And they bonded, and she remembered her. And always asked about her. But these two people have really left an impression on her also. Faith, I'm not sure she's here today. There you go. There you go. I, <laughs> I don't know how that connection came about. She didn't give me all the details, but she made sure that she said to tell you that you are special to her. And she, <laughs> I will. Um, Mrs. Bond, Michael, Pastor Bond, your wife? Okay. Uh, they had an encounter when we were in uh, uh, Liberty, um, the village of Libertad, uh, she shared a story with me that there was a gentleman moving up on your wife, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so she had to shut it down. Write it down. <laughs> she didn't tell you anything, did she? <laughs> and uh, she desired to know, uh, she, she, uh, Sister Laura, she, she didn't spend much time with you, and she thought about you and said, I desire, you're like the only one missing from her link. And so she asked me to invite you and your husband, just the two of you, and leave the rest alone. <laughs> Come down there and spend some time when you can. Um, I'm so thankful and grateful for, to all of you. I want to encourage you to work hard at your faith, with your faith, in your faith. Get to know Christ. Pursue Him. Pursue Him. Pursue the kingdom. Study. Know what is it that you're asked to uh, to do from the Scripture. 
uh, let it become a challenge to you and pursue it. Discover the kingdom and its righteousness. Those are the only two things that are important to you as far as priority in your life and in my life. And all the other things will fall in place. Amen? We search for many things and education and all that is good and is needful. But pursue the king. Seek the kingdom first. First. And its righteousness. And all these other things that we're going after will, add, will be added. Will be added to you. I will stop there because there's some other things that we must run into. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart and from my wife and the brothers and sisters from Elohim and Calcutta, Belize. Thank you. You can hold on to okay. All right, so Pastor Smith, um, can you kind of tell us just a little bit about yourself? I mean, I, I know some info, but how'd you end up here for a bit? How'd you end up back in Belize? How'd you end up pastoring? The first part is Keep easy. Keep it under an hour. <laughs> Four minutes. The first part is easy. Tell me about myself. I'm tall, dark, and handsome. That's it. <laughs> uh I find joy here, and I feel free to speak this way. Is that okay? Amen. Amen. Praise God. This is so good to, for me. I, I need to laugh, and I expressed that to both of your pastors, that I needed to laugh. And they picked it up, they counseled me, and I took their counsel, and it blessed me. So let me just be me for a moment. Eh? Amen. Amen. Um, I left Belize when I was very young. I came to the United States, and... Um, at age of 17, or going in 17. So most of my uh, teenage years and uh, adult years were spent here. Um, quickly, to kind of cut this short, spent some time in the military and did other things uh, in the country. In, in our military? Yes. Okay. Yes. I actually served some time, spent some time in the uh, local military in Belize, the British, under the British. I was born as a British subject, and all of a sudden I'm a Belizean in the, in the CARICOM countries. I don't know what that means, so I, can't, I cannot explain that to you. Um, I came here. I wanted to know more about Christ. My first exposure to Christianity was through the Nazarene church, and the stories that I learned as a boy, uh, David and Goliath. That was, my that was my favorite, amen? With David, <laughs> you know, and the songs, you know, that was sung. Those were the things that kept me, the little things then. Um, I don't remember exactly what year it was. My sister gave me a call from Belize saying that she was, my mom and my sister moved back home a little bit earlier. And, um, it became overwhelming for her and her with her with my mother and her husband to care for both of them, and so she said to me one morning as she was on the phone crying that she needed help. Um, I just dropped everything and I went because it was my mother. Uh, I wasn't sure what I was going into. I wasn't sure how long I would be there, 
I went and I rec uh, reconned the place and the situation. And I came back to the States and I gave it some thought. We prayed about it. I was an associate pastor at the time at a ministry in, in Miami, uh, Word of Life. And uh, we talked about it and I said, well, I'll go back. And this time um, I'll stay. I, uh, now, how, about how old were you at that time, would you say? When I went back? Yeah. Young. Young. Very young. <laughs> <laughs> now I was in the 50s already. <laughs> I was about 55. Uh, no, I was 51. 50, 51, somewhere around there. Um, you, uh, Brother Mike, uh, Brother um, um, Witty, Pastor Witty, uh, described how we met. And uh, we, uh, many things happened through Sister Nidia. Uh, she, there was a ministry that was beginning to, was trying to get going in Belize. And they just had a difficult time getting off the ground. And I, from what I gather, they had certain people that they asked to preach the gospel at a, for a certain length of time to, until they were able to get rooted and grounded. Uh, she asked me if I could take her place for her, and I said, I didn't come to Belize to do that. I came to fish and take care of my mother. <laughs> you know, I like fishing. Uh, and the Spirit of God says, no, go do it. I says, how long? She said, six weeks. I says, I could handle that, so I went. So in, in, in that time, I saw that this was a baby. The church was a baby. And at the same time, it was like, I want to get out of this quickly, let the six weeks get by quickly so I can move on to the things I want to do. But after the six weeks, about the same time of the year, uh, I couldn't stay still. The Spirit of God says, are you going to leave the baby on the sidewalk? What are you going to do with the baby? Go back. I said, oh, man, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that when I became connected with this um, Elohim uh, ministry and began to nurture them and raise them up. It was a challenging thing, like anything. When you have a baby, you have to know when to change diapers, when to cry, you have to understand that, all these things. It literally, that was the image I had um, at the time. I don't know if that's... Yeah. Yeah? I mean, so it was kind of a fledgling church when you first came along definitely and it was really like the lord i mean just you just work kind of yeah he, he kind of pushed me in there yeah. somehow right yeah. yeah and you had to make a decision if you were gonna obey the lord or not right yeah and you went to belize thinking one thing and, yeah and he sent you here sent you there yeah uh for another my mind was on fishing okay i, love <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go fish <laughs> praise god and um well, you're still fishing, right? But just for men. No, right? I, yeah. uh, it's a different thing. My name is Harvester, my middle name. And I've been trying to pass that name on to anyone that was willing to uh, take it <laughs> and even offer them up to put them in my will. But no one <laughs> would take it. <laughs> God says you will harvest men. And, you know. Amen. Um, and that's my heart uh, to see men come to know Christ, uh, that they may get to know the Father. Um, but they got to know Christ. The gospel that we talked about earlier is most essential, very, very powerful. And it must be taught and preached and taught 
in order for men to come to a place of seeing that they have a need far beyond that where they can uh, take care of on an individual basis. And uh, this is something that is so important all around the world, to go all around the world. I think I answered the full question. I think so. That's pretty okay. good. What are, um, what are some of the biggest challenges you face in ministry in Belize? Language. Language. Um, when I left, I, you know, there was, a, there was a Creole dialect, and the Creole dialect was the old Creole dialect. We, we were reading from the Creole Bible last night, and I mean, that thing is really like... I was I don't trying even... to read from the Creole Bible. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're trying. <laughs> um, someone did pretty good. Um, who... It was Scott, Scott. my brother-in-law. Yeah. He did pretty good. I can't touch it. I can't touch it. I tried, but was not able to. Um, but my wife is very good at it, so we would have the, a Creole reading to bring us back to a place of center. I think the country has drifted when it comes to the, the truth uh, in regard to the things of Christ and the things of God. So we use that, and we try to be as effective as we can with that. Um, Prayer is another challenge. Uh, we truly, I thought that everyone that goes to church knew how to pray. Uh, but the, there's not a formula to, pray, to prayer. It's, it's something that comes from a pure, sincere heart. And that wasn't there. It was always, well, God, you know, bless me with a pong of rice today so I could feed my children. And that's, that's honest, you know, that's needful. And so I had to really work with that to move from the hands of God to the heart and mind of God, coming to know his mind, how he thinks, how he does things, why he, why he does things the way he does. And so we taught about the attributes of God and all that, what he knows, what he does, and who he is. And I begin to see some light coming in there. Um, and they begin to trust God. It says, if we're going to do this walk, there's one thing that is very, very essential, and that we must work on our faith. Our faith. Because without it, we cannot please God. We cannot please God. And that was a challenge, because they are so accustomed to be, um, and this, I hesitate at times saying this, we're so familiar with someone coming, reaching out, and here. I need, I need money for my children here. I need money for my school here. And this is something Pastor Witt and I talked about. I don't want this relationship to be that. Um, that when, when you guys come is that, and my people come at you uh, with the stories, don't give it to them. That sounds mean, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, but give them, teach them how to fish. Teach them how to fish. There are some situations whereby, yes, you know, you can't teach them how to fish until you feed them. So you feed them and let them know, I'll give this meal to you, and I'll feed you for a period of time, but after this uh, a period of time, you better learn how to fish. You know, and um, those are challenging things. It took about five years, honestly, for the majority of our congregation to get there. One, the, one more thing, i just touch on that. It, um, I don't know if it's here, I believe it is, 
we were afraid of the truth. Our country had been living in a lie for so long. Um, politics dominate everything, like probably here too. And if you were not blue or red or whatever, if you were blue and blue is in power, you get what you want. If red was out of power, you don't get anything. That's just how it is. Um, and so people kind of gravitate towards the politicians and what they were able to get from them. So to change that mindset, only God was able to do that. And so we work on changing the mind, renewing the mind, renewing the mind. And some people get a little upset and some leave because that's not what they came for. The ones that stayed, the faithful, they, begin and they are now beginning to see and reap the benefits of their faithfulness in their lives. What's uh, one or two of your favorite things about living in Belize? Mm -hmm. I thought about that. Uh, and the first thing that came to my mind was my wife. You know? That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like totally lost without her. You know, and she comforts me uh, via the phone. We try to talk morning and night. She'd tell me about her days, and I would tell her how great you guys are. And she told me today to go have fun. <laughs> and she will do what she has to do on that end. Um, the people will be the second thing. Uh, my heart is such that I truly desire to see uh, that the truth be told in our country. For, for many years, we have been lied to uh, through religion the liturgy and the traditions and all these other things that have been promote, uh, promoted by you know, some other organization um, that is dominant in the world. Um, and so that is a, that's something that um, is very important to me to see that we come out from that place of uh, depending on, again, the hands of man. You know, uh, but my wife is the number one thing that keeps me. That's cool. Um, from your perspective, what, um, in terms of like our partnership and our trips and coming down, uh, how has that been a blessing uh, to you and your church? That's a ride. Has it been a blessing, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> then how has it if it has been? <laughs> That's my friend right there. That's his voice. You can. <laughs> I, I, I'll do a sidebar and then I answer the question. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, whenever I listen to Pastor Vaughn and messages, the only voice I hear is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when I was showing Pastor Smith around, he comes in the sanctuary. He's like, oh, Brother Benson sits right at the front, doesn't he? I was like, no, he sits all the way at the back. <laughs> You know, he, he has this, then I thought, I said, he should, you know, after all, he was a military man, so, yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's the voice, praise God. <laughs> that's the question again, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. From, uh, from your perspective, how has our partnership in trips uh, been a blessing um, to your church you, the, the, it truly has been a, a blessing. The first year I was, you guys keep on surprising me, you know. <laughs> the first year when we met and we talked about it, and um, this gentleman here is awesome. 
You know, truly he's awesome. Yes. Uh, you can't leave Pastor Bon out, okay? Pastor Bon is like the one that, the serious type, and so he has to keep serious, you know? And uh, I tell him, lighten up, man. <laughs> <laughs> he have utmost respect for him, and rightfully so. Uh, but I saw something in both of them that they connect. And through that connection, the blessing begin to come our way. Um, they trust each other. They trust each other. And the first trip was like, uh, that when we connected, it was about feeling out each other. You know, getting to know each other. Um, the first trip around was that pastor would, uh, would keep on asking, what do you want? You know, I, I have a flip phone that old folks use. <laughs> you know, that's good for me. He said, do you want a phone? I said, why? You know? <laughs> he said, then you could do this and do that. I said, I'm good with this. You know? I, I like the flip phone. You just say hello and you hang it up. You know? <laughs> but with your new phone, you can call me for free. Until I got that part of it. <laughs> And he would ask, what is it that assessment, you know, just come, you know, just come. Didn't want anything. And then I thought about what we wanted to do with the school. And I said to him, um, a couple of laptops will help, will be helpful um, in regards to the children, and, uh, to help them, to aid them in the community. Because there is not a coffee house or a laptop house, what they call it. I'm not sure you remember what they call that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally like out of sync when it comes to technology, you know. What do you call this thing? Pardon me? In Belize, I think they're internet cafes. Internet cafes, yes. We don't have any of that, and so we, we wanted to do that at the uh, church uh, to give something to the young people that is in school, an opportunity to do their research and their papers or whatever they have to do. And so we built a special, put an addition to the small, it's a small building, and so we put that on. We consider that to be the uh, the lab, the the, the um, computer lab. You know, um, we've been working very hard and diligently. We tried it. It costs. It's very cost effective, costly. The first time we tried it because it was the system and the infrastructure for technology is like 20 years behind in Belize, and so it's very difficult. But we tried it, and the objective was that with that. When, he, when they brought the gifts, they brought four computers to us. And man, that was like, yeah, you know, we, this was good. Uh, we hooked it up and we got that going. Our goal was to, first of all, the ones that was weak in the air of technology, because this is prevalent in school today, was to help them to get better at what they do. The second goal to that was to work with the parents and the children when it came to their homework so the parents would know what the children are doing on their computers. Or even now they have phones, you know. And the third thing was to do with the computers was to be able to teach uh, an ESL program um, to, the, to the older folks that doesn't uh, speak Spanish and don't know how to speak English, and even if they did, to try to improve in whatever area possible. So that, that contribution was a great contribution to us, and I want to thank all of you that um, participate in that. It is a blessing that has been used. 
Um, we start the program, we start again when I get back. Uh, we had a lady, a sister that had to leave, and so I have to, had to find someone else, and I found someone else to continue that program. Um, from the other side, I never had a friend because the best friend I had died, and I was angry that he died. He died prematurely, and I said to myself, I don't want no more friends. It's too painful and difficult. We went, we've been through many, many things. Um, been shot, been shot at, been, you know, and yet we were able to stay together. In the morning, when I was going to cut his hair, I got a phone call that he died. And I said, no, you didn't do this to me. I'm talking to him, but he's dead. I mean, something must be wrong with me, right? <laughs> and um, Pastor Whitty came into my life. And I said, okay, why is this man here? What is it about him? What is it about Pastor Bond? So I say, I choose you. I told him that I chose him to be a friend. And he's going to teach me what it means to be a young man again. <laughs> I don't know. Big, 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 that's a tall order, you know. <laughs> you better take advantage of that soon because he's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> Both him and Laura has been extremely, incredibly uh, awesome. Nonstop. She keeps going, going, going like Duracell battery. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and um, it's the energy that they have, you know, and both of them. He's, my, my wife fell in love with your husband, not in that way, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that, she said to me, I like Pastor Witcher. I says, why? He's disciplined, he's punctual, and those are things that she liked, you know. And I am slow, and I take my time, I'm always... <laughs> I says, I've run my race, I'm tired, you know. <laughs> but he's, he's that type of person, you know. And um, She said, um, I remember seeing Laura a couple times, but she's always moving. You know? <laughs> she's always moving. But um, you have blessed us in many, many ways. The people, the, the brothers and sisters, they have come to know uh, both of you. And, and I didn't know the relationship was disclosed that they do Facebook things. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know anything about Facebook, so, you know, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but this is a good way if that works for this generation, use it wisely, you know, and serve your generation well with it. Use it wisely. Don't do silly and foolish things. Once it's out there, you can't retrieve it. That much I've learned about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about um, four or five things that we as a church can be um, praying for you, uh, for your church. Ephesians chapter 1 and 3 and Colossians 1, Paul talks about the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of our calling. That is something that is very much needful, as far as I'm concerned. We need to be, uh, I would like for this ministry to continue to pray that we come, that the ministry, that ministry becomes enlightened in the air and the things of God. 
and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, for me to live is Christ, and I would like for them to come to that same place uh, where there's only Christ, but not in a, in a heavenly-minded way only, understanding that there's an earthly life that we must live and all of that is connected. Uh, understanding uh, their role in the uh, community, the body, the, the church community, and the uh, outside of the church, the community, and to conduct themselves accordingly. Um, we really have some issues because in my culture, um, my mother used to say, when they knock two cans together, they dance. And they, they love music, but the music is not always very mm, the best. Um, but that's what they, that's the way they raise them, you know, and the music is one of the destructive things that we're encountering right now. Um, probably hear some of that too, but I mean, our music is dirty, real dirty. And the, the, the dancing and all that. They said Elvis Presley moving up his hips were uh, really uh, um, like adult stuff. No, this is, that was good. If they could. <laughs> <laughs> they kept, yeah. The way we're going today, at least in Belize, and these you know, young women are really struggling right now. They're really struggling with identity. Um, they're between two places. Um, they would walk out of church, and there's like a transformation that takes place from a light, a nice long pants or a skirt, and to a you know short thing. And so that is an area that there be a balance in their life and an understanding that this is not about them, it's about how they represent Christ right. outside of the body, outside of the home. Um, and that they will be receptive to, to the truth. Um, I've seen uh, whereby when you share truth, truth can be very painful at times. But if you endure it, at the end, it brings about something up so beautiful, awesome in your life. Uh, but it's, there's a willingness that has to be there uh, to receive the truth. And, some, and so at times there's some people that run away from it. They know it's there, they need it, but they run away from it. Um, I would say those are really, really, truly important things. The, the rest of the thing falls into place. Yeah. You know? yes. Well, we'd like to um, spend a few minutes praying over you, um, if that's all right. Yes. Okay. May I invite someone to pray with us? Absolutely. Sister Witsy and... Well, I'm inviting more people than that. You can invite them if you want to make yeah. sure they... they <laughs> <coughs> and, and Sarah and Cole. Okay. Those, come on up, and then anyone from the Belize team that would like to, and anyone else is welcome to, we're going to lay hands... Praise on God. Pastor Smith, ah. you can stay seated. Okay. We don't want to wear you out too much. <laughs> See, he's already doing it. He's calling me young. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The name of Jesus. Father, I just want to praise you and thank you for this day. For the time of worship the time of celebration, of a fellowship, and a bond. 
that you have created for your glory and your purpose to build your church. Mm-hmm. Father, we want to praise you for that bond. We want to praise you for the lives that have been affected. People have come to know Christ, who have grown in Christ. And even on the teams themselves, have we been nourished and replenished and renewed and grown in our relationship with Pastor Smith and his church in a way that couldn't have happened, but just through this particular situation that you have created, this relationship that you have grown. Mm -hmm. Father, we pray that this continues, that the growth and the fellowship and the truth and the bonds continue to grow, that we will glorify you more and more, that you have just begun this work and that you will continue it and bless it that you bless Pastor Smith and his family and his church, that you bless us as we continue to work together and glorify you, because it is all about you and your kingdom to come and your glory and our relationship with you, that you have, through the grace of your son, Jesus Christ, brought us into this great plan of yours. And we praise you and thank you for that calling, and we want to honor that with a total, complete commitment to one another and to you. Heavenly Father, Lord, I truly do praise you for the time that we can uh, spend today uh, with Pastor Smith, with our body, Lord. I praise you that we can have a greater understanding of the needs and the, um, the prayer, the word that needs to be spoken in Belize, Lord, and also in here. Lord, we praise you that your son Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, that we can be whole with you, Lord, that we can honor you and praise you, Lord, through the blood of Christ that purifies us. And I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for Pastor Smith and his wife, Lord. I just ask that you would bless them in this time, Lord, that his church would see that when they leave the church, they are in the mission field, that you're present and there is no difference between a church and outside the church. In Jesus' precious name, we do pray. Amen. Dear Lord, God, I bring before you Glenda, Pastor Smith's wife. God, I know that both of us have um, relatively the same personality and tend to be go, go, go people. God, I thank you for her resilience and her perseverance um, in working in the In the dental realm, Lord, having her own dental clinic, God, I pray that you would give her and her husband uh, rest, um, God, when they need it. God, I ask that you would provide for others to oversee the dental clinic when they need a break, God. And um, even as you lead her potentially to more ministry with her husband, God, I ask that you would provide those people to take care of what she has built and grown into a very um, helpful service to the Belize people. I thank you for their love for uh, the people and their desire to see them saved um, spiritually and physically, and they desire to physically care for them, and I thank you for that, Lord. I just ask that um, Glenda, God, would um, continually put uh, you first in everything, Lord, um, that she... um, God would be a, a support to her husband, um, but that you would provide rest for her, and um, you would help her to know um, what you expect of her in, in her work, Lord. And um, God, I know in, in my life that's a reality, and so I pray that 
Um, just for all of uh, the pastor's wives in that, Lord, it's easy to get caught up in doing the work of the Lord when we need to remember the Lord of the work first. And so, God, I ask just a, a blessing on the two of them. Um, grow them together. Allow them to lean on each other and to lean on you and to grow in relationship uh, with each other. Thank you again for all that they do, Lord, and uh, just give them rest um, and strengthen them for the job ahead. God, God. I just thank you for Pastor Smith. I thank you that we got connected with him and his church, God, and I just thank you for giving him your heart for the village of Kolkata and for his church, God. He just weeps for them, God. He sees that they're in sin and that they're lost, God, and I just pray that you would continue to give him encouragement and endurance to uh, continue on to trying to build his uh, community and knowing you, God. I just pray that there would be a revelation in that community and that they would just fall in love with you, God. Jesus' name. Lord, you are our strength. God, you are our support. Lord, I just pray that you strengthen Pastor Smith, his family, and his ministry. God, that he would trust you, God, um, when things are insurmountable. Lord, when he just feels a burden, um, when he feels your love over his congregation and the people of Belize, God, that you would support him as you are our support, God. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So, Lord, I just pray that he would continue to cast all care on you because you care for us. Lord, he would trust you um, in the circumstances that he just doesn't understand. Or that you would just refresh him, God, in this time, that this would be a season of refreshing God and strength. Lord, that he would continue to trust you in all things. Lord, and even if he doesn't know the answer, Lord, that he knows that you do. God, that you know the people, their hearts, Lord, and that you are the author and finisher of their faith, God that he would continue to be faithful to preach your word, God, to love the lost and love those in his congregation. And we thank you. Hey, God, I just want to, uh, I want to thank you that you are the same God here in America as you are in Belize. God, uh, when I went down to Belize, I, I got to see that firsthand, that uh, the God that I think that you are here, maybe you weren't the same God down there, but it was just cool seeing you work in the exact same way, and in fact, more so, <laughs> I got to see. God, there's a lot of, um, sadly, there's a lot of demonic uh, forces down there, a lot of demonic power, and people that have uh, turned their hearts from you, and God, I want to lift those uh, people up to you, and I pray that, um, I pray that you not be restricted by anything down there, that um, you're able to reach the people, yeah, reach their hearts, and um, make them a country that is um, seeking your heart. Also, I want to pray that uh, your that your church down there is able to raise up leaders that can understand your word, understand your heart and your will, and then can teach it to the people there. That they need the that they need um, leadership, and I pray you would raise them up. In Jesus' name, Amen. God, we thank you for Pastor Smith, and that you have called him. Um, to preach the gospel, to shepherd um, in the community of Calcutta and in Belize, God. Um, Lord, strengthen him with your Holy Spirit. Strengthen his wife. Um, strengthen the church, God. Help them to be a beacon of light um, in the darkness. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. And God, we ask that you would bring freedom um, from witchcraft and um, alcohol 
and drugs and the other things that um, hold on to so many in Calcutta and Libertad, God. Um, we want your freedom to ring there. And so we ask that you would use the church um, in Belize, use the church in Calcutta and in Libertad um, to be a light and to spread your gospel, God, to bring freedom to people there, God. Um, Lord, just strengthen the churches. Lord, refresh them, refresh Pastor Smith and his wife. Um, Lord, renew them for many more years of ministry. God, there is a lot to be done there still, and we know that you want people to come to know you and be set free from sin and to find salvation. And so, God, we ask that you would do that, that you would give um, Pastor Smith and the other pastors their great wisdom and vision for how to reach their communities, God, that you would um, give us wisdom and vision for how to um, come alongside them and partner in the gospel, God. Um, Lord, we ask that you would bless the work that you um, have started in Belize and that it would um, continue and that it would bear much fruit. Father, I agree with these prayers. We thank you for the privilege of having Pastor Smith with us. We pray, God, that you would continue to refresh his spirit, that he would um, go back, Lord, uh, to his people, to his country, God, with focus, uh, with objectives, Lord, um, with a heart um, even more uh, for you, even more for his people. And Lord, um, even as the Apostle Paul was um, seeking you and wanting to know what you wanted him to do, and in one particular city, um, you told him uh, to stay there, for you have many people in that city that are yours. Um, that's the word for Pastor Smith, to stay in Calcutta, for you have many um, in that village that are yours, God. <clears throat> so go before us now, even now, and be working on those people's hearts. Use his church, use him, God, to reach those people. Use our, our efforts, God, as we head down um, to use and reach those people, Lord, that um, you would let Elohim Community Church uh, be a beacon of light um, in that dying village, Lord, and that the light of Christ would shine bright um, from the doors of that church and the lives of the members, Lord. I pray you'd give Pastor Smith wisdom and discernment as he deals with just different challenges of ministry as he um, ministers faithfully um, to his sheep, God. You'd give him wisdom beyond his years, Lord. You would fill him with your spirit uh, mightily and abundantly, God. And I pray that you would show him uh, which path you would have him to take, that he would take the narrow path, take the challenging path, God, not the path that leads to destruction, not the wide path, um, but the path of Jesus. And I pray, God, he'd not turn to the left or the right, um, but he would stay focused, um, who, just like Jesus, the joy set before him, whatever you call him to, God, he would do it with a reckless abandon for your glory. We thank you for this, brother. We pray your blessings upon him upon his wife, upon his family, um, upon his church, God, that you would do uh, more than he could imagine. All these things, Lord, we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. We love you. Amen. Amen.